Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, January 6th. Canadian ETFs and mutual funds ended 2022 as a mirror image of each other, as investors cemented a clear preference. ETFs saw total net flows of more than $35 billion as of November 2022, while mutual funds also posted $35 billion but in outflows. The latest stats from National Bank of Canada also revealed a strong finish for ETFs in the final month of 2022. The full-year results highlight that last year was one of the worst for both risk and safety assets, while the total inflows of ETFs, $35.5 billion or 10% of starting assets, were the third highest behind the near-insane creation activity of the pandemic years of 2021 and 2020. Fixed-income ETFs with a clear choice of investors taking 54% of total inflows for the funds in 2020 22. Equity ETFs created $13 billion, with more than $4 billion each for Canadian, US and international segments. The typical inflation hedge of commodity ETFs proved less attractive in 2022, recording outflows of $279 million, while multi-asset ETFs also dipped from their previous year total. Cash-like ETFs were a major story, more than doubling in ORM to $15 billion as bonds sold off worldwide. ETF assets crossed the $300 billion milestone several times in 2022 as market volatility rocked prices around. They ended the year at $314 billion ORM. Crypto assets slumped to $1.7 billion from $6 billion at the end of 2021, but redemptions were relatively muted. The decline in asset value was due to the crypto winter after the FTX collapse and other industry woes. Meanwhile, the outflows in mutual funds were evident throughout much of the year, a reversal from their record-high inflows of 2021 and their first year of net redemption since the great financial crisis of 2008-2009. Money market mutual funds were the only segment to post inflows for the year. However, National Bank's report highlights that across two years, inflows into mutual funds are still significant at $76 billion, and ETFs have some way to become the dominant asset management vehicle. That said, in volatile markets such as these, the intraday liquidity of ETFs, in addition to their low cost and transparency, is appealing to institutional, retail and advisor investors alike, the report says. European stocks better reflect the coming slide in earnings than pricey US peers, according to Citigroup. Bloomberg reports that a team of strategists led by Robert Buckland raised European equities to overweight on Friday, saying valuations already discount a 15% drop in earnings. At the same time, they cut US shares to underweight on the grounds that earnings expectations are still too optimistic. City's view adds to growing optimism toward European stocks, which had their biggest outperformance on record versus the US in the fourth quarter, following years in the doldrums. With recession now also looming in America, investors are turning their back on expensive mega caps and focusing on Europe's cheap valuations. The Stocks 600 index trades at about 12.2 times forward earnings compared with the S&P 500's 16.6 times. In the US, recession reality approaches. The city strategist wrote in a note, we expect a weaker first half and a stronger second half. They forecast the S&P 500 will end 2023 at 4,000 points, implying about 5% upside from current levels, while predicting an 8% rise in the Stocks 600 to 475 points. The strategists expect global earnings to contract by 5% to 10% this year, as opposed to current analyst expectations for 3% growth, Buckland wrote. A city index shows that analysts are already starting to moderate their expectations, with downgrades outpacing upgrades in both Europe and the US. With major US banks, including JP Morgan Chase & Co. and the Bank of America, kicking off the earnings season next week, investors will be assessing how higher rates, stubborn inflation and slowing demand have impacted corporate profits. 
Buckland and his team expect rates to reach their highest in the first half of 2023, with cuts potentially coming later in the year. The struggles of keeping up with the cost of living became too much for thousands of Canadians in 2022, according to official stats. Insolvency filings were up 9.5% in the 12 months to the end of November 2022, with 99,281 consumer filings, according to the Office of the Superintendent of Bankruptcy. The Canadian Association of Insolvency and Restructuring Professionals is urging people to get help earlier rather than wait until options become limited to insolvency filings. The organisation is also warning that unregulated firms may misrepresent the services they provide and mean consumers facing unnecessary fees. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, equities struggle ahead of key US data. World food index eases to early 2022 level but remains elevated. And $1.4 trillion in foreign investment in China was via tax havens. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.